This is a post-Christian podcast. We are the Sacred Collective. All are respected, all are heard, all are welcomed. Join us. So this is Brian. Um, This is going to be a little teaser. Well, I guess not a teaser, a little, I should say, announcement. Um, So I'll try to make this as quick and brief, but also trying to put all the nuts and bolts in there um, that I can. Um, As many of you know as listeners and uh, people who care about what we're doing at Sacred Collective, and I've said on on air many times that I'm working towards ordination in my denomination, the United Church of Christ. Um, And one of my passions I've always had, and Caleb's known me for a number of years now and has always known this has always been in the back of my head, but wanting to start like an alternative worship gathering. I don't even like to use the word worship, but I mean, you kind of got to tickle people's ears, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially when you're doing kind of church work. But I've most of my friends that I have in my life and people I associate with are people who have grown up in the church, predominantly um, evangelical, but uh, people who have grown up and has either deconstructed, um, deconstructed to the point where they might be atheistic or agnostic or humanist, which is fine if that's, you know, where you feel you land, or people who have went from, like, evangelical churches to more mainline churches like myself, or, you know, going to, like, the Episcopalian or Presbyterian way, and, um, but then even if you study church, you know, data, or, like, the ebbs and flows of, of just the hardcore data, um, you'll see that, especially with the millennials, so they have millennialism, Millennialism. Millennials are um, <laughs> split up into like the older and younger um, kind of bracket of of a generation, which the millennials are. And it's the staggering statistics show that the majority of us don't go to church. Um, maybe we don't go to church for trauma, which is very real, or something in the church triggered us, whatever. But that's always been in the back of my head of wanting to do something because, I mean, I love going to church on Sundays, but there's a lot of times lately where I've just kind of felt, you know, it's a day I can sleep in because I work up at the ass crack of dawn every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Sunday would be a nice day I could sleep in and be with my family and, you know, have breakfast, do whatever, instead of getting ready and, and heading out the door. Um, but the cool news is that I have to share is um, I am starting an alternative worship gathering um, aptly entitled Fireside. Um, And that's through, kind of coincides with my church where I'm a member at um, called St. Paul's United Church of Christ, fittingly here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, They didn't go too far with naming naming a name for the church, but um, just... About a month or so ago, I uh, came up with a pretty in-depth proposal that I wrote to the pastoral staff and to the board, and uh, the good news is is not only did it pass, but it unanimously passed the ministry board, Um, and I've been at that church, my wife and I, for about eight years, and kind of just laid out everything that I wanted to do, and the big thing that I put in there was that I want to have all creative control and how... The, the gathering is formulated, everything from um, how we set up and what's really cool in the room where we have 
why I came up with Fireside. It's in a Fireside room, but it's also uh, a name that I didn't want to sound too Christianese or religious, and I think Fireside just kind of makes sense. But we have nice love seats and chairs, and we have, you know, nice microphones that we can use, like lapel mics or ear mics, um, all that stuff. And, you know, kind of how it's going to go is we'll just meet, have, like, announcements, whatever. Caleb, I, you know, I've talked to you beforehand, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to hire you to do some um, music, not worship music, but just, you know, just good old music, kind of, like, center us for what we're doing. I'll kind of give a, I'm not, it's not going to be sermons, but more of like a talk, whether you want to say a TED talk, maybe something we're going through as a community or as a city or a country. And then I kind of want to make it because one thing I put in there is, um, so often in church services, you might hear a good sermon or you might hear a sermon that just sucks and you can never talk to the pastor or the person who said it because it's very like, okay, they're up there, I'm down here, you know, shake their hands and then go. And you can never have an opportunity to just engage. And I mean, I know revolution, you can and stuff like that. But um, it's one of those things where I want it to be where you can have uh, a conversation. So like if someone's like, hey, Brian, I really like that point, go you know, deeper or that's absolute garbage, you know, kind of <laughs> call, kind of call me out and put it there. That's what I want to do. And I really feel kind of studying the data like I did before writing this proposal is that's what you know younger people want and when i mean younger people it's you know it can be open to anybody but most people probably under 40 are a little bit more suspect if someone's like this is true and this is the right way we're kind of like mm, like my bullshit detector kind of goes up when people sure. say that and and yeah and then you know i'm gonna sprinkle in you know some prayers in there like maybe like the lord's prayer and people can say it or not and i want to focus kind of if we do other stuff kind of look at like christian mysticism because there's a lot that's open there um there's a a, a, a understanding and like theology of like the desert fathers of like people who oh, yeah. actually lived in the desert lived in community in the desert and and kind of worship god and kind of digging into that using some of their prayers and stuff like that because most churches regardless of denominational affiliation people don't use that and then, you know, it's only going to be an hour long, five, 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock on a Sunday night. And then where our church is located is um, there's a ton of bars and restaurants within walking distance. So we're going to um, just kind of afterwards, if people want to, to continue the conversation and, you know, just go for some drinks and some appetizers. It's just going to be low key. And um, my church loved the proposal and um, we're all for it. Um and the cool thing is what's happened since that was proposed. Um, somebody in the church who's a member who really believes in what I'm doing um, and what we're doing, because you're going to be helping out, I know my wife is too, is um, mm-hmm. um, donating a really nice um, professional-grade um, mic, um, a cordless mic, which is huge in a, in a situation like that or in a setting like that, and then like a lapel microphone too, which is great. Um, that's helped. I've had tons of people in in the church say that they want to volunteer, whether that's to hold the door open to to get coffee or snacks or or whatever, um, which is huge. And um, but then the the thing came up of a budget because this is going to cost money to do that. And uh, already most of the stuff, besides Caleb's awesome editing skills for Sacred Collective, a lot of the other stuff comes out of my own pocket, which I am totally okay with doing that. 
Um, but this is a higher or like a bigger scale, a bigger scope thing. And then just kind of hearing that trickling around within my denomination, um, I've already gotten two to three hundred dollars um, earmarked from my church for me, which is huge. Which they have already said. I talked with the pastor, and she was like, "Yeah, this money is yours if you need it." And then I've kind of been in contact with some other churches who are just having, let's just say, have an abundance of money. They're trying to offload <laughs> for new ways of doing ministry and stuff. And um, I'm going to be writing them a letter or a proposal asking for money. So that would pay me for my time and energy. It would pay, you know, Caleb for your time and energy doing, you know, music and, and all that. And then that would pay for, you know, um, if we have any other speakers, like guest speakers come in or like a Sunday that I can't be there. Um, and, and like still having the service, but maybe someone else leads it. So, I mean, that, that's all in the works. Obviously, um, it's a number of months in the planning. So this is just all, all the stuff, the, the yeses and all that's going on. But a lot of my spring and summer is going to be connecting and networking with people. Um, to do that, our kickoff's going to be sometime in September of 2020. So, a uh, number of months in the future from when this is going to drop. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you like um, Sacred Collective and Revolution specifically, um, I think this will be up your alley. One of our main demographics is the religious nuns, um, is one thing I, I have because that I kind of proposed and because anytime you write up a proposal, especially in a church, you need to kind of have like a demographic of who who do you you know who do you want to reach, and it's not like reaching is like evangelism, but what's what are the kind of people that you want to see in here? And I said, especially with millennials and religious nuns, I said it's not that we hate God per se or hate Jesus or you know whatever, but it's like we just want to have a community with you know no no frills, nothing holding us back, and. Um, that's what I wanted to do. And a lot of the people in my church, my home church, and even in my denomination are kind of like, well, Brian, you know, you know what you're talking about. So, um, we're going to support you with that. So it's really cool, really fascinating. And for any of our listeners, um, if you're a graphic designer, um, I'm going to try to hire a graphic designer, you know, a little bit on the cheaper side, just because I don't have a ton of money yet for this. But um, someone to um, just kind of create a, a cool logo because I want to make it um, uh, like an Instagram, you know, Twitter, so people can connect with that. Maybe even a, a Facebook page. Um, all that—that's not my big worry right now. Right now, it's about funding. Um, but if anybody knows that, and then I kind of actually want to make like a teaser video, um, um, just to kind of. Um, and maybe put that logo somehow in there, just so I wanted to make it look as professional as possible um, on a minimal budget. But yeah, so that's the, my cool special announcement. Um, so Sacred Collective is is going to be distinct from this. So we're going to still be doing Sacred Collective. My church knows that these are two hats that I wear, but they're not going to be connected. Mm-hmm. Maybe we might have people from Sacred Collective come there. That's fine, but. Um, this is going to be something that that Sacred Collective is going to be its own thing, and then Fireside will be its own thing. But I'm very busy at what I'm, you know, wanting to do. Like, <laughs> plus, yeah. plus working full time as well. Um, but yeah, so 
just wanted to let our listeners know that's what's happening in my world. Um, Super exciting too, right because now. like you know, seeing you, um, seeing one for one the the church, um, you know, your your church, the UCC, uh, acknowledging you know your your passion and your capability to do something like this. And I, it's exciting for me just as uh, an observer and also obviously being involved both in Sacred Collective and Fireside, um, seeing seeing something that you're so passionate about because Sacred Collective is, was almost an attempt at an iteration of something similar. True. Uh, and now seeing you, you know, getting, getting validation from your church and just uh, seeing all the working pieces, working parts kind of coming together to bring this to fruition. It's super exciting and I'm super stoked for you, man. I'm glad to be involved in it too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I haven't thought this far in it, but maybe talking to the people, if we record this, even maybe not have it as its own, um, maybe the only kind of, um, what's the word, um, overlap would be as if people are okay if we record mm-hmm. and kind of like record the, you know, mostly probably just be the, the talk that I give, um, just because we might need other microphones for like the music or other things. Um, but kind of like recording like the talks and maybe the conversation and putting that up on the, you know, sacred collective feed is just like almost bonus, you know, That's a great idea. so yeah. So stay tuned to that. Um, I'll keep, you know, making little, once I have updates and stuff more, um, to let people know, but yeah. So, look at your twitters and and instagrams here in probably the next few months you'll be seeing some of that stuff and we would love a follow um a like you know all that stuff and then if you support us just tell i would just ask have other friends um or family or whoever that might be interested in even listening or or whatever because you know word of mouth is probably the biggest so that's all i got for now sweet Cool. Later. Thanks for being part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, find us on social media at SacredMN. If you enjoyed this show, you might also like Loosen the Bible Belt with Kristen Becker and myself, Jay Baker. They had a support system at home and they had a a supportive guidance counselor or whatever that if you aren't boy or girl you must be trans like it's like it's almost like the ralph nader of (laughs) of gender like you must be this other party right i had a kid who came through the program went back home and now is like i'm not trans i know and they the kid was already on hormones um you know already had little boobs coming in and you know he had never heard the term non-binary right and so I'm, i'm i'm curious while we all know trans is real, I'm curious how people are being educated in how to let kids create space for them to figure it out a little bit more before you tell them what they are. That was a post-Christian podcast.